Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into this very special edition of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast. I am your host, Jason Fornwalt. Thank you very much for joining me. And how about the news today? The FISA court has ordered the FBI to do an immediate review of all its FISA applications and all its FISA warrants. If you listened to the show on Friday, you heard me say, if they can falsify documents to throw the President of the United States under the bus and falsely obtain a FISA warrant, what can they do to you and I? You know, I, I told you that it kind of makes me nervous sometimes to do a podcast of, of this type because I know how this government is set up. If you've seen how the FBI has behaved during the entire course of the Trump presidency, it should scare you to be a conservative. It really should. Because the FBI is essentially a Gestapo. If you agree with their party, which is the Democrat Party, you're good to go. It doesn't matter what you did. Violate the Espionage Act, don't worry about it, Hillary, no problem at all. If you don't do anything wrong and you have a false FISA warrant filed against you, we're going to prosecute you to the fullest extent. Why? Because you have an R after your name. It is absolutely ridiculous. But like I said, as I told you guys, if they can do that to the President of the United States, it's a hell of a lot easier to do that to us. Inspector General Horowitz's report said there were 51, 51 mistakes in the FISA application against President Trump during the Russia investigation. 16 of those were considered serious. As I said on Friday, 51 whoopsie-poos. 16 serious whoopsie-poos. And just like I told you then, apparently the FISA court doesn't think they were whoopsie-poos. As the court correctly points out, that should be the most buttoned-up, most airtight case you ever bring against anyone. Anytime you try to unseat unseat a duly elected official, you had gosh darn well better have your entire case absolutely cement tight. Not only did the FBI not do that, 51 times they were wrong. They either made mistakes or admitted, omitted information that would have exonerated the president. And 16 again, 16 of those were very serious mistakes. And you can't tell me they're mistakes, folks. They're not. The behavior of the FBI during this president's entire tenure and even before that is disgusting. It is absolutely nothing short of positively disgusting. I told you many times over the course of the past year that the FBI willingly presented false evidence to a FISA court, and apparently the FISA court agrees. It's about time. It really is. And I know the FISA court isn't a tiny little podcast. You know, I can say things, and if I'm wrong occasionally, you know, hopefully I'll have the decency to go back and look at it and admit it. The FISA court can't do that. You know, they have to have all their ducks in a row, much like the FBI does not. And Inspector General Horowitz's report obviously gave them the evidence that they needed to be able to do that. Um, I can't even put into words at this point how I feel about Jim Comey. That man is the most disgraceful, pathetic, evil slime ball ever to serve in Washington, D.C. And believe me, there's a hell of a lot of competition. But from Richard Nixon on down, I can't think of anybody who has so many times violated the law in order to undo an election that we won. 
The FBI director was so upset with our victory, yours and mine, thank you very much for your participation in that. He was so upset with that that time after time after time he broke the law trying to undo what we created. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, we put Donald Trump in office, not Russia, not Ukraine, not anybody else. We, the people, put Donald Trump in office. And that's why these slime balls can't handle it. Over and above Comey's, Comey's false information to the FISA court, which has been well documented on this show and other places, he actually asked Trump infiltrators, people that he wanted to send into the campaign to spy on the President of the United States to wear wires. He wanted them wired. He wanted microphones in there and record everything that was said. You know, I don't know a lot about how the White House operates, but I'm pretty sure if you're in a closed office with the President of the United States, what's discussed in there is supposed to stay in there. I mean, it's like if you have to have a security clearance to obtain the information, to obtain an audience with the President, not to make him sound like a king, he's not, but to be in his presence, I guess. If you have to have a security clearance to be able to do that, you are not supposed to be recording that information for use elsewhere. That in itself has got to be a crime. Asking someone to do that has got to be a crime. What have Democrats said? If you conspire with somebody to attempt to commit a crime, whether you committed it or not, you're guilty. Mr. Comey, you're guilty. Furthermore, he destroyed the reputation of General Mike Flynn. And he did it deliberately and underhandedly. He told General Flynn in a White House meeting that, General, you are not being interviewed. This is not a formal interview. You don't need an attorney. Completely removed the General's Miranda rights, which he's entitled to by law. And then... As a result of that meeting, they jailed him for false information to the FBI. Are you kidding me? You have got to be kidding me. Do I need to go on? I think I will. He appointed Peter Strzok to head both the Trump and Hillary investigations. Strzok, of course, being the one who said the FBI would stop Trump from becoming president in text to his mistress, which compromised him as an agent to start with. He shouldn't have been on active duty with the FBI. He should have been on freaking suspension until he wasn't compromised anymore. That is compromising information. That's a compromising action. He wasn't fit to serve in the FBI at that point. But no, Comey lets him serve. And he says he'll stop Trump from becoming president. And furthermore, he said he had an insurance policy if he didn't. I mean, are you kidding me? Can you imagine what would have happened to this country if somebody in the FBI would have said, oh, no, Obama's not going to be president. We'll stop it. Can you imagine? The country would still be on fire, folks. And maybe it should be now. Like, I, I know we're better than the left. I know we are. In my soul, I know we're better than them. 
We don't resort to, to violence to fix the things that we see as atrocities and that are actually atrocities. We go vote. We petition our government. We go through the correct legal channels. God forbid if it comes down to it, we will resort to violence. There's no question about that. Many of us, many of you, have taken the oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. You tell me these Democrats aren't domestic enemies. Tell me they're not. Show me one lick of proof that they're not domestic enemies. And again, I'm not yelling at you guys. I know you guys know better. This stuff infuriates me. This is the kind of thing that I never thought would happen in the United States of America. I know Hitler had his secret police. I know the Soviets had their secret police. I know that in those cases you either towed the party line or you died or disappeared. I did not think in the United States of America our most powerful federal police force would have a political agenda. It's pathetic. It disgusts me beyond words. And multiple times, multiple times in multiple public settings. A friend of mine actually heard him speak. Comey defended all of the FBI's procedures. These actions were knowing and willful. You don't make as many mistakes as he did. You don't appoint a lead agent to investigate Donald Trump that says he'll make sure Donald Trump never becomes president. And if he does, he's got an insurance policy to take care of it. You don't take, ta take down an American general, 40 years of service in the United States Army, 40 years of honorable service to his country. And you take him down by completely lying to him and violating his Miranda rights? Are you kidding me, folks? At this point, are you kidding me? Where are the pitchforks and torches? How do we let this stand on a daily basis? I don't know how many years this has taken off of my life. I hope it's not doing the same thing to you. But it just drives me insane. I told you in the last show that this country is a part of my soul. And it is. And I know I've done my homework. I've done my studying. I know what the founders intended for us. And this sure as hell is not it. Furthermore, James Comey's FBI also changed the answer in an email thread that asked if Carter Page was a CIA asset. Changing the answer from yes to no allowed the FBI to illegally spy on Carter Page. Are you seeing the theme here yet? Every investigation conducted by this FBI during the president's tenure has been illegal. And it's been deliberately illegal. Because they know if they follow legal channels, they don't have a reason in the world to get rid of this president. Not one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is treason. It is straight up treason. If you willfully commit numerous illegal acts to remove a duly elected president of the United States, you are a traitor, pure and simple. James Comey, you are a traitorous son of a bitch. There is no other way to explain it. You are worthless. You are not an American. 
You are trash. And it's about damn time the FISA court steps up and recognizes that as well. I've been telling you guys for almost a year, and you can go back and listen back to the March 7th episode of the Treehouse of Liberty podcast about the two-tiered justice system. I've been telling you guys for almost a year that this FBI has conducted its business like the Gestapo. That's a fact. In the United States of America, that is a fact. How sad is that? Comey's the brown shirt in charge. Strzok's his lieutenant. And while everybody else is going to sit there and say, oh, I know there's many good men and women serving in the FBI, and there may be, I don't know. Every agent, every civilian employee, every clerk, every mail handler, every single person in that bureau that knew that these things were going on and didn't blow the whistle are compliant members of the Democrat FBI Gestapo. It's truly horrifying. I told you in that March 7th episode that the anti-conservative police state is a real thing. And now we've got unequivocal proof that it is. Unequivocal proof. And I hope to God this FISA court gets it right with their investigation. I really do. And if they don't, I sure as hell hope John Durham does. And if Durham doesn't, I sure as hell hope Bill Barr does. Because that's our last resort. That's it. Justice hasn't been served. By that point, it's up to you and I. And like I said, as conservatives, we go through every legal channel that we can to do that. I wrote to my congressman, David Trone. 6th District, Maryland. Formal letter. I went and visited his office and spoke to his field rep, Sarah Roth, who is an absolutely outstanding representative of his, by the way. Highly impressed with her. She took my complaint very seriously. She didn't judge anything. She made sure that I had gotten out everything that I wanted to say. She even told me where my letter was. I don't know how she was able to do that. I guess they have some kind of system where they can get in a check, or maybe she just knows the process and about how long it takes. But I wrote a formal letter to this guy, and I visited his office. And I explained to him in detail why I thought this impeachment charade was a total sham. I laid out proven fact after proven fact after proven fact. And as a response to a formal letter and a visit to his office, I got an email response. You know, I'm sorry. I, I know there aren't many people that do things the old-fashioned way anymore, or as I like to call them, the right way. But if somebody writes me a formal letter, I don't care what it's about. They're going to get a formal letter in return. If they write me a formal letter and say they don't like Oscar the Grouch, I'm going to write them back a formal letter explaining why I think Oscar the Grouch is a good thing for kids. I don't care what it is. There's just a certain way you handle things. And if you're a congressman, you sure as hell should know what it is. 
And I addressed my letter to him as a First Amendment, an official First Amendment petition of my government. And I asked for five minutes on the House floor at any time Nancy Pelosi chose just to read the truth into the record. Now, I figured he might want to settle for something else. That's fine. He said that, you know, only uh, congressmen and women can speak on the House floor. That's probably true unless you're called as a witness. You know what? It's a First Amendment petition. Call me as a witness. But regardless, when you take something that important to that level and file it as an official First Amendment complaint, my right to petition my government, I expect more than an email in return. I expect five minutes of your time. You know, I don't expect you to sit aside your whole day's schedule to talk to me. You probably should, but I don't expect that. Five minutes. Let me explain my case. And you put that on an official record somewhere, somehow. It's not impossible. He chose not to do that. He chose not to meet me face to face because he knew what I was telling him was accurate. Instead, I got back something like, oh, you know, I find it unfortunate that we disagree on this important matter. But yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, buddy. Sorry, Congressman. And I will always address him the right way. Might not deserve it, but I will. I called Obama President Obama, and I didn't think he deserved that either. Well, you treat people with, with respect. I mean, is that really that hard? Have we really lost that as a society? I go to the grocery store. I go to the convenience store. I go to a gas station. I talk to the person that cleans our office. It's sir or ma'am. Just the way I was raised. And what Uncle Sam confirmed for me that I should do under penalty of push-ups. <laughs> but guys, this is serious stuff. It really is. Uh, I don't know if I should be excited right now, if I should scream and yell, if I should break down and cry, or all three. But I hope for the sake of this great land and for the sake of this freaking country that Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and others alike all love. No matter how jacked up I think certain people's ways of looking at it are, we all love this country to the best of our ability. And I hope to God this FISA court gets things right. Because if not, it's going to be a real bad day for this country that we all love. This has been a Treehouse of Liberty special report. I have been your host, Jason Fornwald. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time during our regularly scheduled broadcast. Take care.